I guess I'm the blind hog. I'm the only one that's left. You, you well, Sam. Sam is laying here on the floor. But yes. He doesn't. He don't talk much. And he's not even doing a sploot. No, he's taking it easy. No, he's become our new shadow since we've been letting him come in the since house. Since you let him come in the house. <gasps> it was your idea. Mm-mm. Yes, you said. Don't let him in the house. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't ever let him in the house. <laughs> no, you said, well, he can come in. And it, I think it was because he was being such a good job dog working. Uh, yeah. Oh, now we're talking about him. Job that? dog, huh? Yeah, boy. Uh. All right. Uh. Sam, go on. Well, um, interesting week in current events. Yes, it is. It's it's different. Interesting Times is the Terry Pratchett <laughs> book title is. I guess it would be. You, you can call this Interesting Times, but here on the farm. It's just same, same old, same old. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did have that cold call. The person looking for Spanish goats. That was okay. Yes. Well, ended up selling eight that I had not planned on selling. Dang, dang. Well, I would have liked having their kids. But. Money in the hand better than kids in the bush. Yeah, well. They were all first time kidders too, so. We'll see how that goes. Well, you know, hopefully they'll do pretty good for them. I think so. They seem to be pretty pleased. And it was another one of those just that easy. Did a little medicine in. We had to vaccinate them. Um, here in our area, our soil is selenium deficient. And our farm could be selenium deficient, but a farm 10 miles away might be eat up with selenium. And we found this out when we first came here, and we had goats, and they kidded, and the kids did okay. But the following year, we had kids born, and we had floppy kids. They were weak. They couldn't stand up. They'd be born, and they just kind of lay there, and a bunch died. Mm -hmm. And I took uh, one that was still alive to our local vet, and... Poor Tom didn't have much experience with goats. He's a cow person and small, you know, dogs. And he didn't know what was wrong. And the little goat died there on the table. It's like, you know, what what's wrong? Is it this or that? Well, when we brought it home, I did my own post-mortem and cut it open and looked at the heart. And sure enough... The heart was striped with white lines, and that's how selenium deficiency gets the name 
uh, white muscle disease. And it can affect newborns right away or it can affect up to like three-month-old kids. All of a sudden, they fall over. And when you look inside of them, like I have, their diaphragm, the muscle that helps them breathe, is stripey, as well as their heart. And this is easily avoided by just giving them um, a very small injection of selenium. And it's generally mixed with, like, vitamin E. Don't you give that to the mothers and then the kids? Sure do, because we have since learned that we can vaccinate the moms annually. That gives them a good store, and then the kids get their shot about six, eight weeks after they're born, just to kind of keep things rolling. The same that we do for the CDT vaccine that we gave the goats before we sold them. And then that special mineral we have mixed up, doesn't it have more selenium in it? It does. Our um, loose mineral mix that we've got formulated for the cows and goats has as much selenium as legally allowed. It's like, you know, throw it at them. I don't care. I, we had one kidding season with selenium deficiency, and I'm a quick learner. <laughs> Kind of like why we don't normally want January and February kids, because the freezing temperatures. Yeah, cold, and we've had some bad luck with that. Yeah. Now, the dairy goats are different, because the pampered queens up there, there's only four of them, and they are set to start kidding in the middle of February, but I can keep my eyes on them can kind of keep watching them and and we've got new barn monitors coming in the mail it will be <laughs> that's what we need is well they don't really ding or anything much so it's, you know we just got the one up there in the dairy barn now but then i guess we'll have them in both the barns yes so. And it's nothing more than a nursery monitor that has a 900-foot range. Yeah, it's... And their line of sight from the barns to the house windows here. And we've got them in there. And they're triggered by sound. So a baby crying or a goat kid yapping. It'll turn on the camera receiver in the house and I can look at it and see what's going on. Comes in pretty good, really. It Surprisingly so. And the one we've got up there now is really neat because that little sparrow keeps... <laughs> yes. It looks we, like a giant sparrow sitting right sparrow there in front of the... Sparrow cam. <laughs> sparrow cam. <laughs> This is my last lesson. It's called bass, bass note strumming. Isn't that fun? I bet everybody's enjoying that. <laughs> Sam and I are anyway. Well, anyway. Obviously, I need to practice more. Well, and you will try to, when you're not fixing washers 
You mm. can uh, practice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, back to our little geology lesson. You know how the Ozarks were some of the first mountains made in North America because when Pangaea or Rodinia was the supercontinent was created, it all mushed up, and the Appalachians then formed after the Ozarks, and the Ozarks are all eroded down now. I mean, it's just... not really a mountain here. It's more of a little hills. Well, but think down there in Searcy County in Arkansas, where they just got all that snow. I mean, that's the last vestiges. It's still, from where we've been before, that's hills, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Um... And it all kind of, you know, the plains back here. Mm -hmm. All kind of, you know, it kind of all slopes and goes over to the Mississippi. It's right. all it's all downhill all the way to the Mississippi. You don't think of it that way, but it is, you know. Yeah. Where we are here, all our water drains down into the North Fork Basin and goes down to Arkansas to the reservoirs now and then over to the Mississippi. Um, up above Lake of the Ozarks, all that, that water all drains north to the Missouri. Missouri. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that's soil up there because of the glaciers receding back in the day. You know, that's why they've got... Soil. <laughs> they, they, they've got soil and we have... And rocks. Rocks. <laughs> eroded rocks with karst geology all the tunnels all the seepy holes all the springs i guess there's a lot of caves underneath us here lots of caves because of the rock which yeah. washes away you know and and, and took away our selenium that's yeah, what it did everything else but um fun fact over at elephant rock state park in missouri and that's also an area where even some of that rock is like as really old because it's still kind of exposed. There's this one little outcrop out there, but these huge round, big as a house boulders. And they're red. And they're red. And they're Iron just, oxide, I guess. And they're just round, round, round. And they originally came up out of the ground as fractured cubes. And over the ages, the rain, acid rain, it just, wind, dust, it just eroded them into round shapes. And it looks like somebody had just thrown a bunch of marbles down and sat them up there, you know. They're really unusual, you know. They're real big shapes. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to go back over there. Mm -hmm. Um not too far is Johnson's shut-in state park. Yeah, we went over there once. And I thought that was kind of a weird name. It's like, what what, what the hell is Johnson's shut-ins? And a shut-in, They why didn't they call it a gorge? Because that's what it is. A shut-in is a high-walled rock gorge where a river is pinched and you get rapids. Um, but this is Missouri, and they name things different, and they pronounce things different, like Versalis. 
think of a couple more. I just can't really bring them up. K right row. <laughs> well, that no. K row. That's actually. Over. That's in. Uh, uh, across the Illinois. River. Yeah. K row. But Versailles. Right on the border there. Versailles so it's kind of toss, just kills toss me. But anyway, but Johnson's shut in. Uh, the year after we moved here, that big dam north of the park broke. And the water all flooded. I think a, a few people, campers, got drowned. But that resulting scour right through that river, through the park and everything, um, really uncovered a bunch of interesting geologic formations, including a volcanic caldera. Ooh. Here in Missouri. It is unusual. Mm-hmm. I remember when we were over there that they had... They have a walkway around there that's chained off and stuff with signs saying, do not. <laughs> if you go down here. Do not remain here if a there's siren, a flood. <laughs> you, you better get you're, out. <laughs> you're, you're too low. <laughs> and we fixed the washing machine. Well, I'll have to give you credit for 99% of that. You fetch tools. I'm, I'm a good gopher. I did find a. A screw or two that we were missing out on because they were just corroded in it. Well, and you know where that corrosion came from? The soap drawer. I guess. I because when the water sprays in there, it splashes and it drips down the inside cover and the front of the washing machine. And it just rusted those screws holding important pieces in place that I needed to get rid of. But Although the hills are far away at the breaker store. Well, I don't think you're playing a place you can always stay. It's amazing how good it takes the top off and the front off and all the parts out of it, I guess. Sure did. Drain pump and drain hose replaced. And I'm, and I'm happy to say it worked afterward. <laughs> yeah. Did we wash two loads after that? I washed two loads and then a third. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good test, I guess. So. So I guess it was the pump after all. We That thing would do all right, and then after a couple of washes, then it would... Plunk up. Oh, I don't want to work anymore. <laughs> you have to drain all this water That'd... out through the tiny tube yeah. in the bottom. Then run a batch of, then run a cleaning process through it with, I think you used. Just bleach. Bleach, didn't you? Yeah. But it was, it was the pump impeller. That whole thing had just kind of died. Um, so, fun fact, if you have an appliance or something that is on the fritz, just start looking up stuff on YouTube. It's amazing how much stuff, you know, as much as I dislike computers, and I'm not, Mary Jane is the computer person. I had enough of that years ago, and so now I'm, plus I'm, remember I am the blind hog, Yeah, so I don't need a computer to no. be looking at but, but it's amazing how much uh, everything from fixing the little uh, geo to mm-hmm. somebody's put something out on just about everything imaginable. They, they, and it, this and, one was good. And 
more videos than you would care to see. Well, but yeah, but this this was a good one, I think. It you was. Mr. Fix-It, um, I actually Googled the part number that I had already received. So, a YouTube video for washing machine part, blah, 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 and up the video came, and it was like, that is my machine. He told me where all the screws were, even gave helpful hints. Before you do this, don't forget to do that. And as I watched the video, I took notes. Did you also copy that on your phone? I know she was looking I at I took that. a picture of the wiring. Oh, okay. Of the pump, so I can make sure of the brown and black wires on the pump to put them in the right spot. And she labeled all these screws and stuff. She did do it like I, she was talking about. I tell you what. I have learned from my IKEA furniture assemblies <laughs> to use a muffin pan to put all your different parts. And sometimes I need two muffin pans, and that's okay. But taking the stuff apart for the washing machine, we've got a roll of masking tape on a dispenser. And if you don't have one of these in your house, then you just need to get one because it's great. But anyway, I was able to label where the screws came from and go across the muffin cup. And if that's not anal retentive, I don't know. Well, it, you know, but it that, helps when you put stuff back together. It does because <laughs> you just go in the reverse order and you know where the screws go. And it was like, boop, boop, boop. And it just worked out, you know, a couple minutes extra. I spent more time trying to find a couple of spare screws Replacing back there i've screws, got yeah. i've got a couple of containers that have uh, i don't even i want to say i only say how many several hundred but it's Go amazing pounds yeah you know, 10 pounds i guess i guess screws. i don't know if i got that many but you know if you can spread them out i spread them out and start going through them yep. it's it's really nice to have all these different sized little screws and stuff try to find whether it's a really a whether it's a screw or a bolt you know yeah it's just a threaded or where it's a screw but these were screws and i was able to find a couple that we repl could replace them with um so the pump lasted about 10 years um i saw a comment in the on the uh, from the video and a guy said he his clothes are filthy with gritty dirt and he generally has to replace the pump annually and he said, this is by far the best video and instructions. That's a lot of grimy dirt. Boy, it is. I'm going to have to soak that stuff in. <laughs> you know, what's he doing? I don't know. Digging wells or something? I don't think that would make you that dirty. You know, it's really digging wells, They uh, unless you're doing it by hand. But if you're doing it like the welder, they get most of that stuff on their feet, you know, yeah. stomping around in the the tailings that come out of it when it's actually uh, cutting into it mm -hmm. and drilling it. Well, we made dog food this week. Well, another we. <laughs> uh, Sam. You and Sam did. Yeah, yeah. Sam needs to be on a little bit of a diet. I mean, the vet had no complaints. I mean, Sam weighed 60 pounds, and that's what he weighed the year before, so it's not like anything. And he runs around, and he's not. Yeah, but now he's become an inside dog. And he, run around he might be, you know, decreased activity a little bit. Oh, well, you know, he gets to go to down to the 
mailbox. Mailbox, and then he runs around out in the field like today when we were moving that uh, wire. But if you Google dog nutrition, you know what 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 do dogs need? You know, protein, fat, this and that. Carbohydrates don't really come up on the radar, but when you use pre, you know, dry kibble. Um, 30, 40, 50 some percent of the calories they're eating is from carbohydrates. And that's from the corn and the soybean and whatever else, gluten. So a friend of ours, and I've talked about this before, had her Westies and that, and she was making a third, 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 third meat, third veg, third starch, you know, like brown rice dog food. And start doing that for Sam. And this last batch has got more protein than before. And uh, going by calories, you know, I'm going to get him down to about 900, 1,000 calories a day. And he'll slowly, you know, if we can get him down, up, you know, keep him between 55 and 60 pounds, that'd be great. I don't know if he gets to be that much. What is he right now? 60. He's 60? Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have any real extra fat on him, really. He's mm-hmm. pretty. He's in pretty good shape. But for, when I look at the pictures of the day we brought him home, when he was abandoned and living on his wits. I think he was, yeah. On whatever he could. Begging food at the trailer park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever he could find, I guess. Yeah, talk about being self-sufficient, I guess. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. And since, you know, we've had Sam inside, we've we've learned how he talks. Well, uh, we, we've heard how he talks when he's dreaming sometimes, you know. He's laying there dreaming and he starts, I don't know what he's chasing. Yeah. He's kind of... <laughs> yeah. Little feet going, but... When he's hungry, he'll press his paw into the top of your foot. I don't know if that's... And it's amazing how much of that 60 pounds total body weight he can put on that one foot. <laughs> he'll let you know. Yeah. He's, he's getting better. And, and when he wants to come out, it's wet nose on your thigh. Just gives you a bump. And if you ignore him, he'll bump you again and it's like mm, mm. it's he he's not going to the door and scratching and whining to no, get out no, no he do it's, no he knows who the he knows who the door op- operators are <laughs> <laughs> so gives us something to do so we've got all those jars of dog food in the freezer to dole out for the next you know three weeks and that'll, that'll be good well he's cleaning it up because i mean he was, he was always pretty good about it. well i don't know you know before he was at night he would you pretty much always clean it up but during the Day. morning he'd eat part of it yeah, and then he kind of like a cat he'd yeah. come back and finish it off a little bit about middle way through and now it's and like, now mm. He doesn't get as much, but he gets, you know, without, you know, it's a Nutrient lot. Nutrient dense. Yeah. And we've got, speaking of cooking, we're going to winter, winter chicken dinner coming up. Yeah, I guess so. We've got that one 
unlucky, I guess you'd call him. It'd be lucky for us and unlucky for him. Uh, rooster. The the reason why you don't buy chickens in the dark. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, he 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 looked like the rest of the buff Warpingtons. He just had he was young enough that he didn't really have that much comb until after we got home and kind of realized that he looked a little bit roostery. Very roostery. Well, not crowing roostery. But... No, he never has crowed. But the rooster that we've got now, the speckled Sussex, is crowing. And he knew that this other one was a rooster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and he's already bloodied the other, the new rooster. Yeah, well. And it's like, the, the Sussex is fine around us. He's not, you know, we've had roosters that will try to flog you. Yeah, they don't last very long. No, they don't. I, I don't. But this yellow rooster, um, he's a heavyweight chicken. And he's going to go to the pot. Yeah. He's young. Yeah. So he should be. He doesn't he really, really even been have out very much. So yeah, no, he's. Much, so. He should be relatively tender. So we found uh, the process to do chickens. One chicken. It's not going to take 10 minutes. Uh, we've got a old traffic cone that we cut a little bit off the pointy end of to make a bigger opening. And we. Put that over a trash can with a feed sack inside. And we'll grab the chicken and turn them upside down. And that is a very calming position for a chicken to be upside down. And I'll get a sharp knife and go up underneath into their brain from underneath their beak. And that'll kill the chicken instantly and relax the muscles if you do it right. And then cut the throat, let it bleed out, and there's no flapping of wings, there's no running around. The chicken just kind of flexes its toes a few times and that's it. And then, let's see, we cut the head off. I'll cut the wings off because the chicken wings, I'm not going to bother with those. Um, we'll cut the feet off. And then we pluck a strip up the back. And I'll get my kitchen shears and I'll cut the skin up the backbone. And then we peel the skin and all the feathers off like skinning a rabbit. It's just that, that e easy. It's just that easy. And then we just... Then we flip it over and cut open down around its butt and reach in and scoop all the innards out. Cut the neck off a little shorter. No, I don't do that. I leave the neck on. And um, into a bucket of ice water. Let it get chilled thoroughly and then wrap it in plastic or just put it in a big, you know, plastic tote or something. A six-quart container and refrigerate for one to three days. You don't want to eat it right away. Nah. The mussels, if you just kind of let it chill in the fridge, the mussels will um, tenderize a little better. 
So we'll have chicken dinner next week. I'm not going to bother trying to freeze them. We'll just go ahead and eat them. Yeah, most of the time when we do this, we do do older chickens and stuff, mm -hmm. and so we'll you'll process them and can them. But we haven't done any really. This is a really he's pretty young. So. Yeah, so it'll be good. It'll be tasty. Something different. Yeah. yeah. Well, eating well on the farm. Well, I can't complain about that. Doing our own little repairs. And I started doing yoga again. Well, it gives you something to do while I'm doing my two-mile walk every morning on the treadmill. She's in there doing her yoga with a Calm speaking. That's Sammy's voice. Oh, is it? That I have for the yoga. Uh huh. And the app, Down Dog app, is a wonderful yoga app. And if you don't have that already, you need to get it. Um, I think they've got a free version. I've got the paid subscription. And all the things that you can do, it's you can just like get it so personalized. So. For farmers who need to stretch and need to keep up their strength, it's a very good thing. And then they've got that meditation app, and you can choose the voice on it. That's when you were kind of giving me a hard time. Uh-huh, yeah. And so I, I settled on Isaiah to help me with guided meditation, and it's like having Isaac Hayes sitting across from you. Take a deep breath in. Feel the heaviness in your chest. You can go to sleep if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> so that works out. Doing what we can. Well, that's, you know... I used to give you a hard time about the other little girl that had such a... Now, that would probably put me to sleep more. Her voice, like, oh, you know, so quiet and calm. You know, she's not an option anymore. No, that's what you said. You know, that's, I guess it put too many people to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, want some, I want somebody angry. <laughs> Where's my horse and all the cows? <laughs> I'm just having so you've much got, fun with that. <laughs> you've just, you've got it now, I tell you. We'll put you on the road here before you know it. Well, I've got the calendar about halfway done. And when I get the calendar done, which is typing out all the dates and holidays and phases of the moon and when the eclipses are and the meteor showers, I'm going to have the link on the websites. So our dear listeners, should they care to participate, they can download the calendar themselves. Yeah, they won't need all those calendars from uh, the conservation society and the all the different ones i know 
we usually get about eight or ten, and we've got and Mary Jane makes our own, so yeah. we don't really. And plus, ours have all these important people's birthdays. Julia Child, Yule Gibbons. What more would you want? You have to have Yule Gibbons. But we'll get that done. I got to work on the stickers too. Our merch. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But I can only do so much. Well, you know, we're doing this thing and in the calm week that we've had. <laughs> well, speaking of calm week, uh, let me tell you our Bob Ross quote. Okay. Today. We begin with paint and brush. The object is to capture the dream quickly while it is still alive. Live in the dream. Oh, that sounds kind of Bob Rossi, I guess. Doing our thing. Yeah, I can see that big, that big brush that knocks out those all those pine trees. Yeah, boy, gotta have that. Well, if Jerry's ever seen one of those or not, but he knows how to paint them. He sure does. <laughs> he sure. Does. Or at least he did. He's still doing it. He's still doing. I think he's still painting, isn't he? He's been dead for what? 10 or 15 years and he's still painting hey listen reruns you live forever that's i guess that's an advantage of the uh having a family and a trust and a syndicated syndicated TV show. well whatever he probably didn't make that much money pbs is not a real big money maker i think julia Childs was saying how but most of the people that are on there make a lot of money from uh, their book sales and stuff, which he's done, and, and things like that. So that's where people can double up, I guess, or at least make a little bit from doing stuff on PBS and then... Yep. I guess I can... Start being your mentor talking while you're playing there. Take a deep mm. breath in. Yes. Feel the heaviness lifting from your chest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's going to do it for today. It does? Is that I, it? I've got things. I've got work I need to do. I've, okay. I've got to work on that calendar and... Well, we've been outside in the cold this morning. Oh, the recipe of the week. Yeah. Blueberry pumpkin muffins. No sugar. I used honey. I didn't use wheat flour. I used spelt. The recipe and you will... you didn't use eggs either, right? I did not use eggs. I used flaxseed. So the recipe is on the website with pictures. Enjoy. And don't forget to add the baking soda Trust me, it's very important. <laughs> At least for if you, you put it in what in the second in the half batch okay, or something. Okay, so <laughs> I'll admit I was halfway through dipping out the muffins when I realized, oh shit, I don't think I added the baking soda. So I went ahead instead of unloading all the muffin cups that I'd already filled back into the which batter, which you probably should have done, which I should have done, but. I added half the baking soda into the remaining batter, and it was amazing. Yeah, it's all puffed up. 
So you you can definitely tell the muffins that had baking soda and the sad little blueberry hockey pucks that did not. Sam doesn't mind. Well, it's part of his hundred, you know, that's his treat. <laughs> Actually, we had a few. I had I had two or we, three we, of we them. We ate most they're of all them. Right. There's they're, only a couple left, but yeah, the definitely. One, the one this morning was much better. The ones that had been... <laughs> Ones that have been through the proper process, yeah, I guess you could call it. Yeah. All righty, that'll do it from me. Y'all take care. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.